Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. In your presence All my fear is gone In your presence Is the blaze of a
Okay, everybody, welcome to our, what is today, Tuesday? Our Tuesday night edition of Prayer International Radio, live from Dallas, Texas, here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host for tonight, Sean Holmberg. Our call-in number, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything tonight, the Lord God is willing and able to meet you at the point of whatever need you have and to answer whatever prayer you have, whatever you need of the Lord, whatever you're seeking from Him, just give us a call, 619-638-8458, and um, we'll pray for you. And just a quick clarification. Someone mentioned in the chat room we play music for um, waiting for people to show up. And, you know, in the beginning we used to do that. And now we just play the worship music just because we love the worship music. And it really doesn't matter what song it is. Um, personally, I'd rather be spending time just in worship with Jesus than. I think doing pretty much anything else um, that there is, because the Bible says, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And so you could conclude from that, that if you need joy tonight, if you need peace, because the Bible says that he'll give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. But if you need joy, you need peace, um, there's a place of rest in his presence. There is a place of comfort, a place of safety, as it says in Psalms 91, that those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If you imagine a tiny bird that would hide under the wings of its mother, not having any worries, not having any fears, not having any doubts, because all its trust isn't placed on itself or isn't placed in its own abilities, um, but it's placed completely in its mother. Um, we, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, rest solely and completely upon the work that Jesus did on the cross where the Bible says he died for our sins, was resurrected from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of God, where he continually makes intercession for the saints. And it's not based on what we deserve, because we don't deserve it, but it's based on his love, which sees things a little bit differently than the way we see him with our human eyes. We see ourselves sometimes as failures, as um, disappointments. He sees us as accepted. The Bible says he has forever perfected those who are being sanctified. Once and for all, the Lord Jesus Christ offered his own blood as a sacrifice once and for all for the sins of the entire world, that he might present us blameless and just before the Father that when the enemy, the accuser, comes to 
accuse us before God that he would have nothing to say because our lives are hidden in God. Our lives are hidden in the work of the cross. Everything we do is because of him, and not only because of him, it's for him. It says we're new creatures in Christ Jesus, whereas he has created in us a new man, has breathed into us the breath of life, what would be now the second time if you go to the book of Genesis, you'll find that God created man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into him the breath of life. And now in these last times, once again, the Father has given us life through his Son, Jesus Christ, to be walked not based on our works, but based on faith, based on trust and the revelation of the revealing of the Son of God on the righteousness that comes only by faith and not by sight. As it says in Ephesians 4, by grace you are saved through faith. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Anyone. Because we're all the same. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But it's, and it says in First John, if anyone sins, he has an advocate with Jesus Christ the righteous. And not only us, but whoever is out there who would call upon the name of the Lord. Because it says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And it says that he is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. So, Father, tonight, Lord, we yield the entirety of this broadcast to you. Lord, we ask that your presence would fill the hearts and the lives of every single person who's listening tonight, Lord. From the oldest to the youngest, Lord, that you would establish yourself. Father, that you would show yourself strong in us, Lord that you would reveal to us the the countenance of your heart, Father. You would reveal to us your desires, your plans, your purposes, Lord. Father, any misconceptions or deception we may have about you, Lord, we ask that through your Holy Spirit, Father, you would give us truth and knowledge, Lord. Holy Spirit, that you would reveal Jesus to us, Lord. Father, you would reveal to us what it means when you said in Romans that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. It says, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has set us free from the law of sin and death. So, Father, we yield to your grace, Lord, and we yield to your mercy, asking that you would have your way tonight, Father, that you would open up the doors of our hearts, Lord, open up the veils on our eyes, Lord, so that we can behold you, so we can see you, Father, so that we can know you. 
Father, we ask, Lord, in the name of your Son, Jesus, that you would take out the stony hearts inside of us, Father, and give us hearts of flesh. Father, that we'd be for you, Lord. Father, create in us a clean heart. Father, create in us a heart that desires your presence, Lord, that desires your kingdom, that desires your will and your plans and your purposes, Father. Lord, and we come into agreement tonight with you, knowing that you're not a God who can lie, and knowing that you said that the work that you started you would complete until the day of Christ. Father, we acknowledge your word, Lord, and we stand upon your word, believing your words to be true. So reveal your plans and your purposes to us. As it says in Ephesians, that the eyes of our hearts could be flooded with light, Lord, that we would know what is the hope of our calling. Father, what is the exceeding greatness of of your power toward us who believe. And Father, as the man who approached you, Jesus said, we believe, but help our unbelief. Father, in whatever area that your children could be struggling tonight, God, we know that you're more powerful, Father. As the scripture declares, let God be true, but every man a liar. Your word declares that the anointing will break the yoke of bondage, Father. So, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we rebuke every spirit of bondage, every spirit of addiction in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare freedom and victory for your children tonight, Lord. According to your word, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, that tonight, according to your word, Lord, through your name, Jesus, that you would confirm all of your words with signs and wonders. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we... um. I had one caller named Tommy who called in, and I didn't don't really know anything about him, God, but he I know he said he knows you, which is good enough for us. And Father, as he has trusted his life to you, Father, we pray that you would put a hedge of protection around him, Lord. Father, that you would guard him in the front, in the back, and on the side, Lord, that you would reveal to him the anointing and the mantle that you have put on his life, the plans and the purposes you have for him, as your word declares that before you formed us in the womb, you knew us, and before you were born, you sanctified us. Lord, I pray that you would open up the windows of heaven, Father. Lord, as your word declares that you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, our provider. Father, that you would bless this financial situation right now, Lord. For we know that you bless us not because we're good, Father, but because you're good, Lord. That you would increase this financial situation, Lord, 
to your praise and, Father, to your glory. Lord, that you would teach him to be a good steward of the things that you are entrusting him with. Father, that whatever areas that he may have difficulties or may be struggling with, God, Holy Spirit, that you would come in as the word declares when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit will raise up a standard against him. So in the name of Jesus, we rebuke every demonic spirit of attack on Tommy's life right now in the name of Jesus. We declare victory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We declare salvation in the name of Jesus. That he is the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Father, that he is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, Lord. That he is your chosen vessel, sanctified, purified, Father, through your word. Father, we ask that you would quicken your word in him, Holy Spirit. That you would speak to him, Lord, and give him revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we were um, something I said earlier about worship is that you know it's true that Chris and myself um, we love to be in worship. Um, I know there's almost never a time I see Chris and his wife Tracy in their car that they're not listening to worship music. And even in my own house, um, I have a six-year-old who pretty much can't go to sleep unless she's listening to uh, this worship leader named Carrie Job. And she's only six, and she's gotten into a habit of listening to this Carrie Job CD every night before she goes to bed. And it's sort of funny because at six years old, she'll be in the back seat of the car, and I'll be driving her home or something, and from school or daycare, and. She'll say the the randomest things for a six-year-old where she'll just, out of the blue, say, I love God. And while to most people that doesn't seem like a really big deal, but um, considering what she's been through, because she's our our foster child and we just, we've only, she's only lived with us like a year and a half, two years. you, You can see on her face, you can see it in her eyes that there's, revelation that she has. There's a relationship she has with God that no one really had to teach her. That there's a love she has of God. Not based on anything that she could have received because as of yet she isn't in her life she hasn't really received anything. She hasn't gone through I mean she's gone through some amazing trials more than people even my age would have ever had to go through. And yet she's already starting to build that trust and relationship with the Lord, not based on what's going on, but just based on who he is and knowing who he is. And it's it's funny that we have another daughter um, who, for some strange reason, likes country music, um, which I guess there's nothing wrong with, but I, I don't like country music myself. And so um, I always try to like tease her that she's not my kid. But it's funny because she'll go to bed and she'll like listening to like really old, old, old country music like Dolly Parton, if any of you know who that is. And the six-year-old will get upset and she'll get mad that the CD gets changed because she's just gotten into a habit of playing worship music and singing 
love songs to the Lord. And you know, there's something about just sitting in the presence of God where you don't actually have to say anything to the Lord. You can, and you can converse with Him and talk to Him. And, you know, some people ask, well, how do you talk to the Lord? And the answer is always, well, how do you talk to anybody? You just open your mouth and you start talking. Well, what do you talk to the Lord about? Um, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind. Talk to Him about anything. Talk to Him about your day, about what frustrates you. Because what seems ironic to me, and I think everybody is guilty of this to some extent, is that we as humans um, get in this habit of putting our best foot forward when we meet new people. And so it takes a while when you meet someone to get to really know who they are because they always want to show you the best things and they never want to show you the bad things. And it seems like our relationships with men in some manner trans transfer into our relationship with God. The expectations we learn from our relationships with other people, we sort of take those up, and when we approach God, we approach Him with the same um, expectations that we would have from a person. But yet it's completely different. And we learned um, to be careful around people and not to reveal too much about ourselves to them. But yet with God, it's different because He already knows everything about us. Um, Jesus said the very hairs on our head are numbered. That before we were formed in our mother's womb, before when we were still without form, and when we were void, just as it was when the Lord created the earth. And it says the earth was without form and void. And the Holy Spirit was moving over the waters and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then at a moment before you and me were conceived, once again, when there was nothing, God created life. And he spoke a plan and a purpose over that life. And he gave that life a name. And he declared his love over it before any of us had taken our first breath and he's fully um, fully knowledgeable about everything about us the Bible says that the Lord doesn't look on the outside like men do but he looks at our hearts he sees a man's heart and what's in a person's heart while we look for the outward appearance to determine how we judge someone or how we see a person, God looks inside and he sees what's really deep in our heart because nothing can be hidden from him. And yet knowing all that, knowing it's, knowing all that's true about the Lord God, it's surprising how often we hide from him, not having learned the lesson of Adam and Eve where they sinned and were disobedient and immediately hid themselves when they actually had no reason to hide. And as they hid themselves, the Father God was still calling out to them, still seeking them out, still searching them out, calling them by name. And yet they still hid from them. And you know, when you come to the Lord, there's really no reason to hide anything that He's already aware of. 
Jesus said, this, whatever things you need, the Father already knows what you need. I mean, you can ask him five million times, but whatever it is that you ask him, whatever that you think about, he knows every thought, every word that's on your lips before you can even make them. Perfectly acquainted with all our ways. So when you come to the Father, you can, for the first time, possibly in a long time or the first time in your life, you can actually open up and be yourself. Completely, totally free in your ability to converse with Him, who is our Maker and our Father, our Creator, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord and Master. And you can tell him anything, and nothing you tell him is going to bother him. Nothing that you tell him is going to surprise him. He's not going to become shocked or disappointed or upset. He's never going to say anything condemning. But he's always going to say things that are uplifting and things that will exhort you and things that will strengthen you. And because he himself is our strength. He himself is the source of the strength and the grace that we have in life. And so, as the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted in a time of need. There's absolutely no reason not to come boldly to his throne. And just as the scripture says, be still and know that I am, in, I am God. You know, sometimes you can just go and rest in his presence, just sit in his presence and enjoy having him there, knowing that he's there with you, knowing that his word declares that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Though the enemy comes and tries to convince you and tries to lie and deceive you, we know that the word of God is true. We know that God cannot lie, but that the enemy does. A really clue to who's speaking to you at any moment in time is anything that's negative, anything that's condemning, probably doesn't come from God. It comes from the enemy. And if we know that he, like Jesus said, that he is a liar and the father of lies, then we know there's no truth that comes out of his mouth altogether. And so any proclamations he makes over us, we know immediately are not true, but they are a lie. And just as we abide in the truth and we abide in the Lord, we don't need to be worried or afraid about the accusations of the enemy. Because it says that we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, and by not loving our lives unto death. And there's a freedom comes when you surrender to the Lord. There's a freedom that comes from giving up, in a way. And I know that sounds really strange to say giving up, but what I mean is it's apparent quite often that we, though the work has been completed, at the cross, though there's no more sacrifice for us to make, though 
there's nothing else for us to do to commend ourselves to God because it says he's already perfected those who are being sanctified. He's already presented us as righteous to the Father. He's already made us citizens of heaven. He's already redeemed us, saved us, delivered us, translated us into the kingdom of God. And on top of that, has given us his Holy Spirit to dwell with us and to dwell in us that we may become one with God, that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. There's no reason not to rest in him and full assurance that this God who paid what is the ultimate price and taking the form of a human and coming in the likeness of sinful man who died on the cross for our sins. There's now nothing to be afraid of, which is why the scripture declares that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, of peace, of understanding, of joy in his presence. So this is Prayer International Radio, our call in number 619-638-8458. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back.
sovereign God is upon you because he has anointed you to preach good news he has sent you to the poor to find up the broken hearted Freedom to the captain. Release the one in
majesty worship his majesty unto Jesus be all glory power and
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. If you need some prayer, give us a call. So for the next, uh, I guess a little bit, we're going to get into some prayer um, and seek the Lord together. Father, Lord, we... God, all over the world, Father, we stand in agreement, Lord, upon your promises, Lord, which we know are yes and amen. As your word declares that the words that go forth from your your mouth will not return to your void, Father, we tonight trust you to be exactly who you say you are. Father, we trust you to be able to do everything you said you could do in us and through us and for us and on our behalf, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you would establish Israel, Father, that you would cause Jerusalem to be a praise in the earth, Father, as, God, we know that you have reserved for yourself a remnant of those whose hearts will turn to you, Lord. Those in the nation of Israel, those in Jerusalem, Father, who will call upon your name, Father, those who you will give a revelation that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, Father, that they too can become children of God, Father. Lord, for we know your word declares there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved except for the name of Jesus. Father, so we ask that you would send laborers in Jerusalem, Father, that you would raise up intercessors in Jerusalem. Father, and not, God, not only for Jerusalem, Father, but for this entire earth, Lord, that as the word declares that we're in the last days, Father, before your return, Lord, that even now, Lord, you would raise up your church, Father, to be a pure and spotless bride, Father. Lord, raise up men, women, and children, Lord, as your word declares that in the last days you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Holy Spirit, that you would begin to move upon this earth, even as you're moving, that you would continue to move, Father, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, Lord, across the faces of the nations, Lord, knowing that your hand has created all things, knowing that you have all the authority, Jesus, that you have all the dominion, Father. We ask, Lord, that you would speak through your Holy Spirit to the hearts of men, Father, that you would tear down the walls of separation, Lord, that you would tear down the walls of doubt and fear, Lord, that you would open up the eyes of men, Father, so they could know you, Lord, so they could come to the revelation, Jesus, of who you are. Father, that you would raise up intercessors and prophets throughout the nations. Father, um, I guess we have to pray for Chris and Tracy. Lord, um, your children, your anointed anointed children, Father. 
Lord, we know that you have a plan for their lives, Lord, and we know your word declares that a man will plan his ways. God, will you direct their steps? And you also said that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would give a spirit of discernment to Chris and Tracy, Father. Holy Spirit, that you would begin to reveal to them the plans and the path that you have for them, Father, that you would clearly speak to them, Father. Lord, give them dreams and visions and open revelations, Father, about the steps that you want them to take, Father. Give them a heart and a spirit that's sensitive, Father, to your Holy Spirit, to the leading that you have in their life, Father. Lord, that you would close every single door, Father, does not lead to you being glorified. Father, that you would pour out a financial blessing in their lives, Father, as you, your word says that you love a, cheer, a cheerful giver, Father. Lord, we ask and call in the harvest in their lives, Lord. Father, that you would begin to pour out a blessing in their lives, Father. Begin to pour out abundance in their lives, Father. Your word declares that eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things that you have prepared for those that love you. So, Father, trusting you at your word, Lord, that you would begin to pour out an abundance into Chris and Tracy's life. Father, so much that they can't receive it, Father, so much that they can't carry it, so much that they can't hold on to it, Lord. Father, that you would show them direction you have for them. Lord, we know your word declares that, Jesus, you said that your sheep hear your voice, and the voice of a stranger they would not follow. Father, remove all the voices in our ears from their lives. Lord, not only for Chris and Tracy, but for myself as well, Lord, for my wife as well, Lord, for all the people who are listening to the broadcast tonight, to those in the chat room, those who are listening to the archives, Father, those who are listening live. Father, remove all distractions, remove the voice of the enemy, remove all the barriers that would prevent us from hearing your voice, Lord. Remove everything that would cause us to turn our eyes away from you. We know your word says in the book of Joshua you know this is what you said over this is what you said over Joshua you said Moses my servant is dead now therefore arise and go over this Jordan and all this people to the land which I am giving you the children of Israel every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites into the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall 
be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide. As an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them, only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Father, we ask, Jesus, that you would take these words and burn them into our hearts, Father. Lord, that we would set our faces as a flint before you, that we would not turn to the right or the left. Father, but steadfastly, Lord, with fervent desire, Lord, we would run towards you, Father, that we would seek your face, knowing that you will never leave us nor forsake us, knowing that you're always there at our hand, knowing that you're closer than the words that come out of our mouths, Father, create in us a clean heart. Create in us a heart and a spirit that longs for you. Father, create in us a spirit that longs for your presence. Father, as you said to the church in the book of Revelation, that they should return to their first love, Father. We, as a body of believers, God, as your church, Lord, we repent from putting our eyes on anything that wasn't you, Father, of letting other things come into our heart and take room. Father, and we clear our hearts of all the things of the flesh, Lord. Father, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, Father. Lord, we Repent for loving the world. Father, loving the things in this world. Father, and we ask that you would establish a place in us. Lord, your word declares that we are being built together for a dwelling place of your spirit. Holy Spirit, we repent for grieving you. We repent for not believing you, for not trusting you. God, for not trusting your word. Father, we repent for not having faith to believe you. And Lord, we ask that you would begin to transform us, Lord. 
that you would cause our hearts to surrender to you, Lord, that you would cause our hearts to lay down everything before you. Father, that you would be the first thing that we seek. Lord, and that you would be the last thing that we seek. As the scripture says, that we would pray without ceasing, Father, that we would become those who would worship you in spirit and in truth. Jesus, you said the Father is spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Holy Spirit, reveal to us. Reveal to us what it is to be worshipers. Father, those who don't worship based on an occasion, who don't worship based on a circumstance, but like the multitude of heaven, that for eternity will say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, who never cease, Father, from praising you. Lord, let us become those people Father, to praise you in all things, to do all things for you, Lord, that as we lift our bodies to you as living sacrifices, Father, as we surrender ourselves as vessels for your glory, as your word declares we have this treasure in earthen vessels, Father, we ask once again you would pour out your glory upon us that once again you would pour out your spirit upon us, that once again, Lord, you would fill our mouths with your praises, Lord, that once again you would pour out fire as on the day of Pentecost in our lives, Lord. Father, that you would give us a hunger that cannot be quenched. Father, you would give us a thirst for your presence that cannot be quenched, Lord, that we would continually be people seeking after your face, that we be continually seeking after your presence. As David said, one thing I have desired, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, and as Paul said, we count all things lost. Everything in this life, Father, which is but a vapor. God, we count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, and we ask through your Holy Spirit that you would reveal to us this mystery of us in Christ and him crucified. That you would reveal to us that the old man has been buried in baptism, Father, that we have been raised into a newness of life. Father, that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Father, that we have freedom through your blood, Father, that we have victory through your name. the voice it's the voice of the one I love he's 
calling my name I hear you calling me Jesus I hear the voice the voice of the one I love he's calling my name can you hear him calling you he's saying come up higher I hear the angels
Give the Lord praise tonight. with 
Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.